let them know like, Hey, like you got this, you are worth it. You look hot. It is and also validate them in their desires to be sexual and their desires to be sensual. Mm. Hello and goodbye. Let's go. Hi guys, welcome back to Hello and Goodbye. I'm Leanna. I'm Jared. Um, we have the coolest guest on the show today. It was a really fun interview. Sarah from Own Boudoir. Um, it was so fun. Cannot wait for you guys to hear it. Yeah, we talked about putting on a Batman suit to turn your partner on and all we, that kind That of was other very brief. Stuff. Yes, that was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna, you know, we try and keep the intro short so you can get to the interview. If you just are here for the interview, welcome any new guests of Sarah's. Um, and you know, we'd recommend you maybe you know. Fast forwarding like 15 minutes ish. If you don't want to hear really interesting, deep personal content about two people you don't know, then yeah, go ahead and fast forward. <laughs> okay, but I have some actually quite exciting dating content. I think it'll be good. I think yeah. if, if you're just here for Sarah, stick with it for yeah, a while. Yeah, but real quick, let's talk about our Patreon account. So we have a Patreon to help support the show financially. Um, it's $3 a month. That's it. So it won't take you long. Just head over there, patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast. Subscribe for three bucks a month. The more subscribers we have, the more we can continue to do the show without having to pay for a producer and all of the stuff that goes behind it. Yes, we are still a new and growing podcast. So any and all Patreon subscribers at this point work towards getting us out of the negative every month and not so much, you know, like uh, like we're not sipping pina coladas on the beach. Um, <laughs> so Which would be great, too. I mean, if you want to be do, cool, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can also make a custom pledge. So if yes. you want to pledge more than three dollars, maybe five or ten dollars or 20, like you can also do that, too. Yes. But if you like this kind of content, we're trying to bring like real and vulnerable content to people. And if that's something that you resonate with, um, then help us out. Yeah, absolutely. And then let's talk about one of our sponsors, Ioba Toys. So Ioba Toys is a female owned company that provides um uh, female pleasure toys. Yes. What was some of the quiet, one of the quietest vibrators. Some of the quietest G-spot vibrators. That's so I have the G-spot vibrator. It's fantastic. It really does feel like a guy has, or a girl has their finger inside of you. And it's just kind of like that come hither that come motion. Hither motion. Yep. Um, it's actually quite large too. So it's, it'll get the job done. I, <laughs> I use that and a clitoral vibrator, or you can also use your finger to stimulate the clitoris. Um, they also have a new clitoris vibrator as well. So like one for just oh, the you got to get that and go double Ioba. 100%. <laughs> so you're going to go to Ioba Toys. So I-O-B-A toys.com. You're going to use code hello and goodbye and you get 30% off your order. So why not get the, the G-Spot simulator and the clitoral simulator? Yeah. Do it. Servicing all your holes. Enjoy, enjoy your night, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Okay, are we ready? What's going on with you? Um, okay, so I want to pick back up. For folks who listened last week, we talked about the Greg and Katie thing <laughs> from The Bachelor. <laughs> what happened was yesterday I listened to the Vial Files okay, sure. episode where they had a therapist on there. And it really brought me around to you, to you are right, kind of in a way. <gasps> 
What? <laughs> well, I feel like I have a, a better perspective on it, which was I, I was deeply relating to Greg, probably because of my own attachment style and like some traumas and stuff. But when um, the the therapist on Nick's show said that he was being like what she calls anxious, angry. Mm. And it so it, it made me think of a couple things. One, it made me think of every, you know, in my job dealing with college students, like sometimes we deal with like sort of stalking and mm-hmm. or like relationship violence type mm-hmm. stuff. And, and, and there's a huge spectrum of both of those behaviors, you know. Um, and in every situation, the guy always feels like, like, no, but... I'm like, but like, because of how emotionally torn up I am, like, I, th- these behaviors deserving. are okay, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. yeah. Like, he's like, you don't understand. Like, I'm the one who's hurting yeah. here. Like, she's fine. Like, she's destroying me. Like, mm-hmm. um, real, real quick, if you're not quite sure where we're at, we last week we talked about um, the Greg and Katie fight on The Bachelor that, you know, we hadn't talked about it yet. And uh, Jared was team Greg and I was team Katie. And we just kind of talked about like the, like what happened with the fight, the attachment styles and all of that. Okay, keep going. Yeah. And so I don't think, I don't think he reacted badly in the moment after he like sort of spilled his heart to her. But it is that thing of like when he went back the next day to have another conversation, if you can't come into that conversation like regulated Mm-hmm. and and open to listening because he was still like on an 11 mm-hmm. he was totally yeah. flood emotionally flooded totally dysregulated then like don't come back into the yeah. conversation yeah. right um and so and and i think while he didn't he wasn't like he wasn't like hurling insults at her or saying like belittling you know he wasn't like oh you're a bad person or a- mm-hmm. any of that stuff but it was that sort of anxious angry and i think i think there's a ge- i think there's a real important gender difference thing here of like when when a it's different when you're a man and you're like a little bit out of control and just feeling really like over emotional and strident and like interrupting the other person and like mm-hmm. um that that can be really scary mm. you know and and even though you never mean that other person harm it's not your intent that they feel scared or nervous or anything like that um and yeah and so 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 it made me think about all of those things and it was really a helpful i think like new perspective growth experience for me because i think i actually have been that i have been in that state and um yeah and and it I, I don't think I would, you know, this was like years ago. I wouldn't, I, I don't think I would show up that way today, mm-hmm. but, but it was helpful. So, so you, you were right. <gasps> <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, I think you, all, you also, you brought up points that were also, I mean, I think, you know, something like that, there's, it's not black or white. Like, yeah. obviously it's a very gray area. And, um, but I think we did a good job, you know. I think so too. Yeah. Well, and the other interesting things were like, Nick talked about, like, as the host, you're sort of pressured to, like, lead people on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they tell you, like, you have to do this. You mm-hmm. have to. And and I think, and I, the Mina Kimes, who's the other woman on the show, along with this uh, therapist who was on the show, 
both of them said like it was Greg. Like she was like way a hundred percent Greg. Until and then Blake, showed Blake up. shows up, and then it starts to be like, oh, maybe it's Blake, and then it's fifty mm-hmm. fifty, and like, and so in that way, like Greg was picking up on something that mm-hmm. was real, and like she was not like I, I. It helped me realize I don't think even if Greg hadn't reacted the way he did, she was always picking Blake at the end. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I think Blake was her number one choice. And I think the way that the editing did it, they wanted us to believe that it was Greg and like this horrible thing happened. Yeah. But I think it was always, I think it was Blake. When Blake showed up, it was Blake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have some dating news. I cannot wait. Okay. So I have been dating a lot. Um, first of all, I would like to say that mental health wise, I'm doing a lot better. Good. Um, I feel like I'm out of my depression. Um, I had, I don't remember I talked about this last week, but I had found out some really disappointing news about an ex or not disappointing. I mean, they're fine, Mm -hmm. but just, you know, when you find out stuff that they're doing really great and then your life isn't, and then you feel like shit, Mm -hmm. it was kind of like that. Um, and so when I found that out, I downloaded the apps and, um, got on and, and it's only been a week and a half. I've been on like four dates. I've met four different people. I've been on more than four dates, but I've met four different people. Lots of makeout sessions. Wow. Like lots of video chats. (laughs) You're like going hard. (laughs) And of course the one guy that I was like the most interested in, um, started pulling back. I did, I pulled some girlfriend shit for him. He needed a favor and I did something that I probably should have set a boundary and not done. We did not sleep together, but we got close and you know, it went from like talking every day, all day long, him like can't wait to see me again and FaceTiming me to me not hearing from him for six, seven hours to finally, you know, the second to last day, like I guess just a couple of days ago, he went the entire day. I had to text him and be like, hey, can we chat? And hmm. then he like FaceTimed me at 10 p.m. and I was out with another guy. I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'll talk to you later. Mm-hmm. Um, the following day, he did send me a morning text, but then same thing, didn't really hear from him. And I could tell, I just, my gut intuition was just like, he's pulling back. Yeah. So, and my anxious attachment really kicked on with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Like wanting to sort of chase and... Yeah, yeah, do all the things that I'm used to doing because I have this, you know, internal belief that I have to earn love. Once I earn it and that person stays, then I'm I'm healed, my wound is healed. Anyway, so um, I asked if he could talk. He was like, well, I'm going to shower and go to bed, but I guess we can chat. I'm like, yeah, let's chat. Like, I didn't, like, let him, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, oh, go to bed. Yeah. No, you owe me a chat. So um, we got on the phone and, you know, he just pulled kind of the, I just feel like I'm not going to make you happy. Like, you need a little bit more attention than what I can give. And I just, I was just like, don't, know. I said, first of all, I'm the one that decides if I'm happy. Like, you don't get to decide that. Mm. And second of all, All I asked for was a text saying, hey, I'm doing this and this today. Can't wait to talk to you later. I'll give you a call. Like, that's all I was asking for. And so he he obviously, he was like, he was turned off by my need for communication. Mm -hmm. 
Um, he was turned off that I asked for something that mm-hmm. I needed. And um, I could just tell that he was going to pull back. He was going to pull back. And I just, I, I didn't, I wasn't going to let myself be in that limbo. Mm. And so I just said, I'm done. And he like didn't respond. And I said, I wish you the best. And like, you could tell like he like wasn't happy with that decision, mm. but I just hung up the phone and that's it. Good for you. And I just like, I, I'm, I'm so over, like, I'm so over me being the one to chase. And, and, and not only that, like he chased me. Right. And then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm here. Like, sure. I'll pull some girlfriend shit and like help you out and like almost sleep with you and be intimate and then you pull back. Be- yeah, mm. I'm just tired of that. Wait, when you say girlfriend, like, did you like, like you like did some sort of favor? I woke up in the favor? middle of the night and drove to LAX and picked him up from the airport. No. Yes. Because. It's a long story. He had some sort of ride that fell through. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And I was exhausted the entire next day. I mean, to the point where I could barely function. Yeah. And I had to remind him that we had a dinner date planned and it just, it just was too much. It was just too much that ended up happening and and me realizing like, well, one, he's probably just not that into me. I think he was wanting to sleep with me. I think he, he liked me. I think there Mm -hmm. were things about me that he liked, but you know, he, I knew he was a, a, um, a player. Yeah. I just did. And I, and I asked him, I said, I feel you look and you act like you're a player. What's going He's like, no, I really do. Like I, I'm ready to settle down, but are you a player? Well, kind of. And mm. it's like, okay. So I just, I just, I chose to, cause there were things that he said that I didn't like, but there were enough things about him that I did like. And I chose to believe the things and kind of hold on to those that I did like. Um, and it didn't work in my favor, but I, you know, I ended it cried a little bit and I'm just back. I'm just, I don't know. It, that's it. That's That is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, something else happened with someone else that I, I think, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I, I feel like, cause I, I've been saying like, like that guy in June, like really fucked me over. Like mm-hmm. he really, like my mental health was really affected by him deciding not to let me know that he loses interest in people he sleeps with, um, basically love bombing me and then dumping me the morning after sex while I'm in his bed. Mm-hmm. You know, that was very traumatic. And I feel like I've just been looking at my life and thinking like, I'm in this cycle of attracting and being drawn to unavailable, emotionally unavailable men. Mm-hmm. Like, And the more that I say, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, why am I, you know, the more I'm going to be like stuck in that. So I have to start making drastic changes of like, if I want to change that, like there's a reason. And I think one of the reasons I'm drawn to that or attract that is because I'm so guarded because I've been so hurt Hmm. that I think at the beginning, I show up a little emotionally unavailable and what happens is these un- emotionally unavailable men come in, they see it as a chase. Mm-hmm. Well, then I open up and I have an anxious attachment style. So I need and I want communication and, and then, reassurance. I, then I have reassurance yeah, yeah. and then I want to be intimate. And, and then I really do want something healthy. And then they're like, whoa, like, wait a second. I thought I was 
you know, doing the chasing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, before this guy, the one that I picked up, the airport guy, we're just going to call him airport sure. guy. Sure. Um, I went, I, I remember I had talked about in our bonus episode that there, this guy I had been kind of seeing, we'd been making out like a little bit, but it was mm-hmm. like nothing happened. Um, when I got back from Hawaii, we texted. I think he reached out to me actually, <laughs> shockingly. Um, and we met up at a bar. I asked him if he wanted to hang out we, and we met up. Well, when I got there, he was on the phone and I was like, okay. And I, yeah, I just kind of waited and been like a few minutes and I just motioned to him. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go inside and like get us a table. 30 fucking no. minutes later. 30 minutes. I'm sitting at the table alone for 30 minutes. I was livid. And the only reason he came in is because I sent him a text that said, hey, it seems like what you're doing is more important to you. So why don't you do that? I'm going to order some tacos and head home. Then he comes in, tries to hug me. I just like, I flinch. I like pulled away. He's like, oh, what's going on? And I said, what do you mean? What's going on? I know. I said, I'm pissed. Anyway, um, he was like, well, what do you, I was like, I'm, I just want to be alone. Like, I think you should go. Yeah. So I said, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. But but in the past, in the past though, so past Leanna would have forgiven him and let him stay because I so wanted the, the company and the companionship and past Leanna would have been on the phone begging this airport guy yeah to like just i'll be less needy like give me a chance blah 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 blah. yeah and it's like i'm done with that shit good for you fuck yeah 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 so then okay so then the next day so i have a couple of dates kind of lined on i'm I'm, it's like the most people i've talked to like a long time (laughs) but then the next day um match with this guy on hinge he starts messaging me it was kind of cheeky and he video chats me and I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. So we start video chatting and um, he said, you know, you're, he's like, I just have to say this. He's like, you're crazy attractive. And it was just like, it was very well, that's sweet. Nice. Yeah, yeah sure. it was like, it would like turn it's me nice on. It's nice when you do it for someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And, um, but then he basically was like, long story short, you want to meet up right now and hook up. Mm. And this guy's like older. And I just said, no, I said, how about coffee tomorrow? And he's like, okay, okay, okay. But then I went to bed and I was thinking like, this doesn't know. Why do I even want to meet for coffee with someone who's, who want, that's the first thing they want from me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, maybe he's the only one that's actually being honest about it. Maybe all the rest of the guys, that's what they want too. Right. So I just sent him a text this morning and I said, Hey, I just, I'm getting the sense that maybe you are not looking for something like a relationship right now, um, that you're open, you're just kind of wanting to hook up. Maybe I'm reading this wrong, but I'm definitely not in that place. And it could be best for us just to wait because he's going through some stuff he told me about. And he's like, yeah, honestly, you're right. Like, I'm so sorry. What I said was really inappropriate. He's like, oh, cool. he's like, but I really am kind of like, I'm scared to be in a relationship right now. And I am kind of looking for things more casual. He goes, so maybe we should put this on hold. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably best. Text me a few hours later. And Do goes, you want to have coffee? <laughs> he goes, 
he's like, hey, he's like, so I've really been thinking, he's like, because you're such an amazing, like, I've never, I like to get on the phone and talk to such a cool girl. Like, I feel like maybe I need to like reassess, like, what am I doing? Like, why am I letting my second head lead? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He, and um, he's like, I don't know if you'd give me a chance. He's like, but I, I just don't want to miss out on you. Wow. And I said, and, and then we just kind of talked a little bit more. And I said, are you in therapy? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, yes. He's like, I go every week. And I said, well, how about this? I love that are you in therapy was like the gatekeeper question. I'm yeah. like, am I going to give you a chance or not? Um, I was like, um, well, how about this? Take a week. Think about it. Talk to your therapist. And then hit me up and let me know where you're at. Good for you. So look at you. I know. <laughs> okay, should we go to the the um interview? Yes. Okay. All right, guys. We'll see you after. Okay, guys. Well, um, Jared and I are super excited to announce our next guest. She's the owner and photographer of Own Boudoir and an advocate for women and men owning their sensuality. Uh, please welcome Sarah. And then Sarah, do you go by Sarah Witherington? Yeah, so Witherington doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, so I just go by <laughs> Sarah. Um, but you can call me by my, you know, first and last name if you want. But my old business when I was first starting photography is Sarah Esther. And so it's funny because a lot of people, when I email them, they're like, wait, your last name is Witherington now? Did you get married? And I'm like, I did not. So Sarah <laughs> is fine, but Witherington is my last name, so... Well, well, Sarah, we're so excited to have you on. Um, I found about you. I found out about you because I was listening to Girls Got to Eat, and Ashley uh, recommended you for boudoir photography. They were doing an episode about kind of like taking sexy photos, um, and so then I found you on Instagram. I looked up your stuff. It's crazy sexy. You're so good. I'm obsessed with you. I went to your website. I was like looking, and I was like getting turned on. <laughs> <laughs> thank you mission accomplished that is fantastic <laughs> no that's so, what i want people to feel too when they see it like i, I definitely want to just go ahead and 100 percent present like an air of sensuality so thank you for that i'm glad that means i'm doing well so absolutely i think it's you know i think it's so important and, I, and we're in a culture where it's there's a little bit of like um a dichotomy of like women being told to like be confident and empowered. And yet there's still a stigma around like sexy photos. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, I think especially I see that, I think it's definitely changed. I will say, you know, I started almost 15 years ago. I'm like officially legal in business now at like 12, but you know, looking back then there's such like a there was such a stigma between like sexuality especially in females um you know versus like what we were able to present you know, to ourselves or like to other people what we were able to like own for our own selves versus what like the media would allow us to do like you know you could see ads and they could pre present us as like sexual and sensual but then we couldn't like own that. And so now it's like changed for sure. And I live in the South, like I live in Atlanta. So that whole shift like that, 
you know, there's now there's not, you know, okay, she's super sexy. She's like, for lack of a better word, a slut versus like, oh, this is, you know, some conservative, you know, woman who's proud of herself. Now those two are interacting together and it's like, oh, I can be really sexy and also be very proud of myself and I can be professional and I can be a woman and I can like own, you know, my own self. So it's really cool. Absolutely. How did, tell us a little bit about how you got into photography and then move specifically into this field. Girl, it is a story. So (laughs) 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 I'm like, buckle up buttercup. So I think the way that I tell my clients now versus how I used to tell it is now I kind of compare it to any larger career that you might, you know, need a lot of schooling and stuff for. So, for example, if you are getting into the medical field, you probably have to go to clinicals, you need to go to residencies, you have to go into all of these different Um, areas and genres of the medical field to figure out what you like the best. Same with law, same with like education, you'll start in early childhood, but you might find yourself really enjoying um, like high school and stuff. So for photography, it was really similar. Initially, I started in college, I was just really tired of my sorority. Um, Again, sororities in the South, I don't know if you guys have seen Bama Rush TikTok uh, lately, but that's how it is. And I was just, I was over it in like two years, and I needed something to get me out of this. And so I picked up photography. And with photography, you start photographing anything that people will ask you to because you just want to get your name out there. So I was doing my sorority sister's weddings. I was photographing plants in the Dahlonega Square at my college. Like I was doing headshots, anything that someone would, you know, let me do. And then fast forward to when I was leaving school, I decided to do a Groupon back when Groupon was like a big thing. This was like before it does back when it was like one deal a day and not, you know, 18,000 deals across yeah, literally the entire like world. Everything you could think of. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For me, for me, it was like, all right, here's like the deal that we're doing today. It is, you know, Sarah Esther photography. She's shooting a portrait session for an hour Buy it. And that's what I did. And I ended up selling 2000 of those. And it was just little old me. I was like 22 at the time and I woke up to 700 voicemails on my like Google number that I had. And I was like, holy shit, like what? And I was working like four naming jobs, shooting weddings on weekends. I had no time to answer all of these voicemails and stuff. So they, you know, I got a bunch of business that way. And it turned out that a bunch of that business ended up being boudoir. And I had no idea what boudoir was but I was contractually obligated to do it. And so I was like, (laughs) sure, let's figure it out. And like, that's, I was just like, I seriously did a whole fake it till you make it kind of thing. I was like, I've totally shot this before. This is awesome. Absolutely. I definitely know how to pose you. Um, Where are we going to do this session? Maybe at your house? Like it was very let it, you know, make it as you go kind of thing. And so that's how I got started. And then about three months into that whole experience is when I decided, oh, I really want to take this seriously. And I think that I will want to do boudoir full time. And I started arranging my schedule, planning financially, 
looking for studios, looking for studio managers, editors, etc., so that eventually I could set myself up to do boudoir only, which I'm doing now. Can I ask a follow-up? Like, so what yeah. was it about doing those shoots that like made you feel like, okay, this is the direction for me? That's such a great question because so many people ask me that question. They're like, well, what made you want to photograph scantily clad humans outside <laughs> of, you know, just doing your weddings or your family photography or real estate or food? And I'm like, that's, you know, interesting. I don't know. Maybe I should talk to my therapist about that. But I think that it was really, <laughs> I, I think that for me, I say like, I really enjoy the one-on-one. -on -one. And I also kind of bringing you guys back to what I mentioned earlier is that I'm in the South. So sex and sensuality, those things are not talked about. Like, and if they are talked about, it's like with some person in your church who's trying to like give you marriage counseling and be like, you know, like you just got to suck it up when you, you know, get married and your husband wants you and that's all sex is for. Ugh. And that's not it at all. And so yeah. I came out of that, um, that lifestyle. I came out of like that kind of like religious hold on sex and came out of it. Thankfully, I think pretty healthy. And so I wanted to help other women around, you know, my area figure out who they are on their own, which is again, the title of my, you know, the name of my business is like own. So I want women to, you know, women and, and men now too, because I photograph a lot of men, like I want them to feel ownership of that. So Jared, like you, you'd ask like, what made you want to do it? I, I, I just love that one-on-one -on -one, and I love being able to sit down with people and let them know like, Hey, like you got this, you are worth it. You look hot. It is. And also validate them and their desires to be sexual and their desires to be sensual. Mm. Like you, you can do this. Like there's no one holding you back, but yourself. Like there's nothing wrong with like wanting to look hot and like wanting to be pleased and wanting to give pleasure to other people. So that's really why I love it because it's only between me and the client and I get to help bring that out a lot too. So. I love that. Do you, do you ever do couples? Yeah, we do. So I just started doing couples like, or not just started doing them. I have photographed couples in the past, but I just started kind of focusing on them a little bit more. I have past clients that come to me now that they trust me and they're saying, hey, Sarah, I really would love to do this with my partner. Would you be okay with it? Or, you know, I think my partner and I really need this. Like, I trust you can we maybe do it? Or their partner will come to me even and say, Hey, I really love their photos. I would love to do this with them. Let's do it. And mm -hmm. so I, I love photographing couples. We've done super duper sexual, like 50 shades shoots. We've done more casual. I'm in the kitchen on Sunday morning, drinking coffee and you're in a t-shirt shoots, you know, mm -hmm. we've done, mm -hmm creative editorial ones. It really, I love working with couples because it does let us talk a little bit about like, all right, well, what do you guys like to do together? Like, don't assume mm -hmm. that you have to look like everybody else. Like, what do you guys like to do? You like lay on the couch with your dog. Let's go bring the dog. So it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, that's so cool. I, I could definitely see, like, I've done one official boudoir shoot when I was married. Oh my gosh. And, <gasps> How was it? Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Never mind. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. It's a no, no, no. It's good. The actual shoot was great. And she, yes. she made me feel really comfortable. I got a little drunk. Mm -hmm. Um, the photos were beautiful, but my, my ex-husband didn't really respond well to it. Yeah, and it was kind of like brushed aside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That happens so much. And that's why I try to focus on like the, your own like individual response, because to be honest, like I've been in relationships. Well, I'm in a relationship now. Like he is great. Like I, he's incredible. He loves me so hard and so well, but the way that he responds to things aren't, it's not that big, like Hollywood, like, oh my gosh, like you look like the goddess sent from heaven for me. And not that like, that's what you wanted or what like everybody wants. But I know if I were to give him photos, he'd, he'd like send me a thumbs up emoji, like nice. And I'm like, stop it. Oh my gosh. But like, but, but again, like, it's not anything like there's nothing wrong with his response to that. Like, that's me. Like, saying like I want my own thing from that because he again like I said he loves me so hard and so well and other like well in every way like I and I know he loves like how my body looks but he's just not like vocally he he's definitely like a thumbs up guy if I'm like hey do you like this fifty thousand dollar steak he'd be like yeah it's good and I'm like <laughs> you know it's same same response so we that's why i was like we i get a lot of clients are like i don't know if i want to do this because like the person i'm going to give them to is probably going to be like yeah you look hot and then that's going to be the end of the discussion mm -hmm. <laughs> and, I know. and sometimes you want to like be like bitch like come on i need to say i look way hotter than this but like i know I, that's why i want to do it for us like and quit yeah. making it about like the you know the receiver um, although sometimes those receivers seem to step it up a little bit. I agree. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, how hard is it to say, wow, you look really hot. I mean, copy and paste it from the internet. Like go it's find like, like not that hard. Copy. <laughs> it's not that so, hard. Yeah. Jared, are you going to say something? No, no. I mean, I actually think it's, I mean, I think your He's point like, I would say like, you guys look great. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. What would you say? What would you say if like, what's your response when someone like a woman sends you like something kind of seductive? Yeah. I mean, I think it's hot. Like, I mean, I, mean, I what do you say though? <laughs> so I like, well, okay. A, a couple of things. Number one, I think Sarah, like your point about um, like that, it shouldn't be about like, Oh, I'm going to do this for like my partner's pleasure. Like usually mm -hmm. like a man, right? Like, Oh, that sexy photos are for the pleasure of a guy to look at. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, it can be for your own like confidence and pleasure and experience and whatever. So I think that's fucking cool. I think a lot of dudes, I think there's a lot of dudes who, if they're like the same way women have internalized sexual repression from our culture, mm -hmm. like guys do too. And what that looks like in guys is like, oh, I have to be like, like, especially if you're with someone that you love and like want to be with, you're kind of like, oh, I have to be like the nice guy. And not the like, come here, I want to fuck you guy. Oh, like, not I, like the, you know what I'm saying? Go yeah, ahead, Sarah. I can see that. No, I, I was like, I can see that, especially like, you don't want to come off too like aggressive or mm -hmm. is that like, yeah. or, or just like, you don't want to be like, yes, I want to fuck, I want to like squeeze your tits right now and like take you home. And you're like, I, I want to say that to you, but like, can I just say you look nice? Cause I don't want that to be. 
you know, I don't want yeah, to come off yes. the wrong way. So well, and and I think a lot of dudes who were who were raised in these kinds of environments, like they what they're told is like there are some women who are sort of sluts who you can mm-hmm. kind of do that stuff with and like talk to in a certain way, and then mm-hmm. there's women that you're supposed to like honor and cherish and respect. Mm-hmm. Right. And that those are two different things. Yeah. And, and I think like and I, I think the same way, like some women want a lot of women want more like raw sexual energy and like vocalization from their partners. I think men want to go there, too. But they're afraid, like if I like smack your ass or I say your tits look great, like, are you going to be offended? Like, are you mm-hmm. going to be well, let me just is that going to be is that going to be disrespectful? <laughs> I know. But, but, but like if like you're their partner, though, wouldn't you know that like when I just want to be like, yeah, like treat me like a lady and then like fuck me. Yeah. Know, then choke me a little bit. Yeah. But that's it though. It's like, you know, but, but, and that's like, you would think like discussions are open, but they're, they're just not like, you know, and I think the communication between partners is a huge thing. Like I, I love that with shooting. I get to ask, I, I do these interviews with clients beforehand. I get to ask them like, okay, so what does he like about your body or she like about your body or what do you like about your body? And uh, now it's, it's a little bit better, but at the beginning of my career, there were so many people who are so um, dumbfounded about like with that question, they're like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think everything and I'm like, well, you know, when, when you guys are talking, you know, what does he say? What is he like excited about? Or what is she excited about? And they're like, uh, I don't know. Like, he, you know, they just like when I wear, you know, this. And so mm-hmm. it lets me know, like on both sides, there's probably a little bit of repression, kind of like what you were saying, Jared. It's like, you're, you're afraid to be like, I, I think you're really hot. Cause like when you're first dating versus when you're like, okay, now I got to honor you or the mother of my children or something like that. Yep. You know, you feel like you can't say those like dirty things or see someone as like super sexual, you know, there's so many things that go on in the brains. And I deal, most of my clients are like over 35. A lot of them um, have been married or are going to get married or some of them have kids. And so, you know, they're doing these life stages and, you know, it's, they don't know how to be wanted, but they want to be wanted. And, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's just I mean, interesting. Yeah. And I think you're right, Leanna. Like, obviously, like that level of communication, I think to be like a healthy, like thriving couple, yeah. like mm-hmm. you should have that. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I, that's how I, think, I feel. <laughs> yeah. But, but it happens like, but that doesn't happen in so many couples, like in kind of big ways or small ways, I think for so many different reasons, like, you know, like there's been, like, I think back to like relationships I've had and like in those early stages, I'm like, you know, if they're like, Oh, like, so like some women will be like, what kind of porn do you watch? And like, what turns you on? Mm -hmm. Right. And like open to that conversation. And other women would be like totally freaked out by that conversation. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes when you're talking about turn ons and you like, you know, whether it's a man or a woman or gay or straight or whatever, like one partner says to the other, like, oh, like this turns me on. And the other partner's like, ha ha, okay. You know, and then like, you know, and then you're like, oh, you know, and then you're like, well, I guess should I not have shared that or like, you know, and then I like never... licking peanut butter off of your feet. Okay, cool, <laughs> sounds great. Yes, I like peanut butter. I, you know, let's explore it. 
So, <laughs> and then it's like, get me a boudoir sh- uh, photo shoot of just your feet like slathered in peanut butter, <laughs> just close up. That's like all I want. Yeah, right? it's just, yeah. unless you have a peanut allergy, then that's a no go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then almond butter. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But Lena, I think the same thing. It's like, again, I, I like these discussions between partners about like about how open you are and like what you like and what visually and how you're going to approach sensuality and sexuality. But unfortunately, like I know, especially like where I'm from, you know, that's just, those are discussions that you really have because they're seen, you know, as explicit or you wouldn't see, you wouldn't have them between someone you consider like your life partner because it's disrespectful or you don't know what to ask or you're shy. So I love opening this up to, you know, more people and letting them be more in touch with like who they are, like on their, like in, on their insides, like an, on like a sensual and just more intimate level too. So. Absolutely. And I would say like, I want to get into how, like a little bit of, if you have any tips for anybody that wants to take Mm -hmm. some sexy photos, but um, you know, just like if you're on the other end of it and you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, like I, I don't quite like know what to say or like how to handle mm-hmm. it. Like drop the, the, the red face tongue out water <laughs> dripping down the face emoji, you know, just like something to be like, or just, wow, you turned me on. You yeah. look hot. The fire emoji, like avoid the thumbs up. And the nice. <laughs> nice. I'm like, Let's actually, it's instead of maybe instead of, okay, Leanne, we're, we should come up with a list, honestly. We should! Instead of like, we should write a list of what not to say. We don't say nice. Yes. Not, <laughs> don't say cool. No one say cool. Like no <laughs> thumbs up emojis or whatever. Like no, like this one. Yeah. No, that like one. The, yeah. Yeah. None of that. Like let's, let's just w- more descriptive, like two word minimum, maybe honestly so nice yeah. ass honestly. even even <laughs> just even just fuck like yeah. the word even fuck. that that just is that. a huge turn on for me <laughs> just yeah. that mm-hmm. just that yes like yeah. something maybe we should make a list like here's what here's the words not to say <laughs> and here's like here's a list of just like listen if you're in a work meeting and you need to copy and paste here's a list and there that's what you put on it done sexing 101 yes for sure yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay can i can i like um like not really push back but i have like an an interesting thing here would be okay so what if you always have to be the devil's advocate a little bit (laughs) but like okay so i like the word nice (laughs) (laughs) yeah so but what okay so let's say a guy uh like thinks that there's something sexy about him right like, let, let's say a guy sure. like okay. sends you like like a dick pic or something and he's like mm-hmm. potentially how- okay yes like or, or no you're just dating right or, I, like so you're, you're in an established relationship right and he's i like, like dick pics i'm gonna be the one percent of females now that i'm like send me that dick pic okay let's see i'm go. opposite i can't i can't yeah. do it but right? only so for like, only for like dating or yeah been, like, like it has to be consensual while. yeah yeah mm-hmm. so so, okay, so the guy who dated Sarah when they were both younger, who is now dating you, is like, oh, like he was like, you know, like, let's say like, oh, I was thinking about you while I was like masturbating the other night and Hi. I was like getting myself off. Yep. And I took this picture and my dick looks fucking great. 
and like and it just and it just shows up mm -hmm. in your yeah in your inbox right but it's not sexy to you so now do you have an obligation to be like hey oh well i think your dick is really sexy. you know like do you have an obligation to be like oh fuck that's hot like blah 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 if it's actually not if it well, doesn't but, actually turn okay, you on. But like, it probably would be turned on though, just because of the rhetoric before it. Like if he's saying like, he was thinking about me, he uh -huh. masturbated to me, his cock got really hard and wants to show me a picture. Like, sure, yeah, dick pics aren't my favorite. And I would hope like as a, my partner, like he would know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, that would be hot to me. Now, okay, if I get sent a pic, um, out of the blue and there's no words by the man that you're with by the man that i'm with uh -huh. i would probably call him and be like did you and be like this? what 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 i don't understand what's going on did, you, did uh, you send this to the wrong person yeah are you am i looking for a rash what's happening <laughs> like what's do you need do you want to have sex like is that what yeah. you're saying like i don't know I, I see what you're saying so i think it's just maybe it's a i think it's a little different for women but like can you explain what are you trying to say that you have received pictures from women of them feeling sexy and you don't think they're sexy. And so you feel forced to say something to appease them. I think that there's, I so, I mean, I, I think that there's a level of like courteousness, right? I, like, I know. Go ahead. Yeah. I yeah. know where you're going with this. It's like you, if someone is going out on a limb, pun intended yes. to uh, <laughs> send you a dick pic, and with some words and stuff in it, then it does warrant a response. Like, you know, that's like, I mean, any intimate photo does kind of warrant a response if it's from someone you know, like whether mm -hmm. or not it's like, hey, did you mean to send this to me? Or if it's the partner that you're with, it definitely warrants a response. But like, if it's not something that you necessarily find attractive, that Jared, like you're, you know, syntax or a sentence for that was like hey i was thinking about you and thinking about last night and it just got me like hard and i thought my dick looked good so i'm sending this to you there's so much that you can unpack with that even if you don't like a dick pic you can be like thank you so much for thinking of me that makes <laughs> like me really hot and i am so like i'm so into like how you're into like your you know this and yourself like that is a way to like champion it like even if you don't like dick pics you're just like i'm thankful that he gets hard when he thinks of me like let's go i'm thankful that he does this like there's a way to respond to that that's like not like oh yes i love like you know a dick pic that's on my phone in the work meeting or something even though i kind of <laughs> do um but like you know <laughs> not like, but if someone doesn't you know then then there is a way to you know champion that especially with your partner and just be like thank you so much like you know i'll have to look at this later like i'm doing this right now or like i love that you get this way when you think of me because that should also be kind of true i think feel like with your partner it's like you want them to get you know excited or aroused or like let you know you know when they're thinking of you and also you want to like I don't know champion that so that later on they're not afraid of like sharing like when they're like hot with you too that can like open up the conversation for later on for other things that like may not be as like you know open and graphic but maybe they're just like you know you're lying at a 
Applebee's in Times Square or something like that. And you're like, hey, you look hot. So I don't know why I went with, why I went with Applebee's in Times Square. <laughs> I thought, I thought I think there is an Applebee's in but, Times Square. You know, actually, but yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of the least sexy place I could think of. And that's Applebee's in Times Square. But then he could be like, you look so hot right now. Which like, you know, you want them to come out of their shells in those, in those moments where, yeah. you know, it's not an environment necessarily conducive for sensuality, but it's on, you know, they're connecting with you still. So I would say like, you know, Jared, I, I'm like, I welcome it. But like, if it's not super sexy, like Lena, like, or Lena, like, you're just like, ah, I, you know, I love that. Like you're, thank you so much for this, for like yeah. getting turned on by me. Like that's what yes. you ultimately want. Is your yes. ultimate goal is that. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, I, and I think when two people are trying to build intimacy, right. It, it, it's a vulnerable thing to do to be like, hey, I made this effort in in part to turn you on. And then, and I think the other partner needs to be like, like recognize that yes. and appreciate mm-hmm. that. You know, it'd be like, it'd be like if you're dating a guy, right? And he's like, oh, I have something super sexy for you. And then he comes out of the bathroom, like dressed as like Batman or something. And you're like, this is not, you're, you're off yeah. target, but I love the effort. Yeah, and like, sure. And like, tell me why you think this is sexy and yeah. like, let's have fun with it. Should I be like, you someone that yes. you're saving or, you know what I like? You, you have yeah. fun with it, but you also kind of have to have that level of communication too, mm-hmm. right? Like, so that he doesn't keep, putting on the Batman outfit. You're <laughs> yeah. like, Hey, you like a- appreciate the effort, but maybe not Batman. I'm more of a yeah. Batman girl. Like, or but, something like that. <laughs> but I think ultimately, you know, to just kind of close this topic, um, like ultimately it goes back to what you were saying, Sarah, about like, even if you have a partner or you're started dating someone or a spouse or whatever, mm-hmm. who doesn't respond the way that you want. Well, one communicate that, Mm -hmm. have a conversation, be like, Hey, listen, like it really turns me on to send you photos of myself. And I want to know if it turns you on, um, you know, is there a better time of day? Like if you don't like getting them at work, like when would be a good time? I really like this, you know, like have a conversation about it, but ultimately like be secure. I'm taking notes by the way. I'm like, (laughs) okay. But ultimately, like, own your sexuality and be confident mm-hmm. in yourself, secure in yourself, that the the response of your partner ultimately doesn't weigh on your self-worth. Yes. And, and yes. So that's kind of where it all goes back to. Well, yeah. and, 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 I think, and I think that goes back to one of the first things Sarah said, which I think is so important, is, like, if you're going to take a step like this, do it, like, maybe totally or mostly or at least in large part for you. Yeah. Not for, you know, not like, oh, I'm going to feel good when my partner's mind is blown. Yeah. Right. Do it. Do it to just feel good yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's like that's basic human psychology is like anything we do for people for us. uh, If it's not completely altruistic, like anything we do for someone else, for our own gratification, we're going to be disappointed with because they're not going Mm -hmm. to respond in the way that our expectations or our own internal selves and souls would respond and so that's just a general rule of thumb in general or general rule of thumb in general uh, obviously makes sure. sense yeah. like yeah sure how many times can i say general so it's <laughs> like you know it, it's just if, you, if it's not completely altruistic where you're like i'm not expecting anything out of this i'm just giving this to you 
that's the only time where you can't be disappointed in something. So if you're doing it for someone because you want something out of that person, you're pretty much always going to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so important to make sure that our intentions are in line, you know, with our purpose as far as like, especially with sensuality and what we want in the bedroom and communication, like, okay, like, let's be honest with each other and, you know, let's make sure we're taken care of and, you know, so. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think also like if you are wanting to do something like that in part to turn your partner on, like subtly in advance, like ask them some questions, right. Or like, just be like, Oh, like I'm on this like person's Instagram and like, look at these kind of like pinup style photos that they've Mm -hmm. done. Like, what do you think is hot? Like, you know, and like Mm -hmm. kind of get a sense of that from them. Right. Yeah. That's actually something that happens all the time. It's so fun. I love asking people how they talk with their partners about photos, especially if I know that they're doing it for like an occasion with their partner, like birthdays or anniversary wedding, whatever. So I'm like, Oh, how do you like, you know, discuss what they like. And they say something like that. They're like, Oh, well, I found your Instagram or I found some photos on the internet and I told my partner, Oh, I really like this. Like, what do you think? Do you think this is hot? I think this is super sexy or, Hey, Oh my gosh, look at this new, like whatever insert celebrity here photo isn't that so sexy and getting their response and, and opening that discussion for like how you guys can talk with each other. Yes, definitely. Well, Sarah, I wanted to kind of ask you really quick and then maybe we can end with this. What are, do you have any tools? Like um, if, you know, people aren't doing a professional boudoir shoot where you can kind of like guide them along, what Mm -hmm. are like some tools and tips for women and men taking sexy photos at home? Like for themselves or for their partners? Oh my gosh. So this it's, I love this question because throughout the first, you know, nine months of quarantine, um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, first gestation phase of quarantine, um, there amongst us boudoir photographers, we were doing a lot of like, um, virtual shoots where we would do a, a webcam similar to kind of what we're doing now of the client. So we would set, set up a, you know, a cam and then the client, w- we would just, you know, tell them how to pose, what to do. And we'd take screenshots of it and then send it to them. Like it was this way of like adapting to what was happening. It's wild. So we learned a lot. So my, wow. number one, <laughs> my number one thing is I've got this like little light off Amazon that is this like little LED wand that changes all these colors, creates like different filters. It's like, get one of those. And then my, my tip honestly is to set up your phone or your computer, something with a, a camera on it where you can see yourself so that you can see how yourself looks in the light. Um, back in the past like we didn't really have that technology like we had dslrs we had film cameras but you couldn't really see what you looked like on you know on in the light and in the posing but now phones will do the mirrored view webcams you can see yourself so set it up you know figure out how you look in the light see what settings you like and then remember that or set that and then as far as 
like shots go, honestly, you really do have to, you know, kind of study poses that you like online and try to emulate them. And it's a trial and error thing. I always say like, honestly, darker, the better. Some Polaroids are really great too. Oh yeah. That'd be cool. Say, it's my number one pose go-to pose for anyone that's taking photos of themselves is just like on all fours. And that's the easiest one to do because it's the easiest one to get right. And then once you nail that one, you're set. So it's like on all fours, like hands down, ass up. And then whatever leg is like closest to the camera, that's the one that like should be bent a little bit because it'll put all of your weight onto one side. So if you're on all fours on the bed and you bend, you know, say the camera's to your right, you bend your right knee. That's how you get the popped butt and arch your back the whole time. You so, mean like, but what do you mean by bend your right knee? Like so, the heel coming up towards the glute? Yeah, hens, heel coming up like towards your butt. Are you laughing at because so, I said glute? Yeah. yeah I <laughs> Sorry, I'm a your yoga glute? teacher. Yeah. Um, your glute? I'm like, I have not worked your out. Your ass, heel life. coming up towards so, your ass. Sorry. I feel like that's a butt. Yeah. So yeah, so if you're on all fours, you arch your back so that your butt is up in the air. If your knees and heels are together, then you bend your right knee to where like your foot raises up toward your butt and still keep it keep it in an arch and that's if the camera's to your right if the camera's to your left you do the same thing just with your left leg to, like, interesting to okay and then and then that really like arches i would say put your head all the way down because then you get to see the light all the way on the back of your neck all the way down to your butt and to your crack and to your feet and everything too Ooh. and it gets to cover your face it makes it pretty anonymous too um, another great I'm doing that pose as soon as we're done. <laughs> yeah, try it out, guys. Um, and I would say make sure the light is behind you uh, or to the side of you, like and not in front, like where the camera is, because it'll mm -hmm. create a shadow across your body instead of a full spotlight, like you're getting arrested by the police on your body. Okay. You Sure. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is like in the shower too. Like if you're in a shower or um, in a bathroom at all, like if you, if you're a female, you can def definitely do it to where like you're whole, like kind of strategically placing like a towel across your legs or a hand across your boobs and, you know, do a little selfie in the mirror. It's, and then if you bend your hips backward, Anything that's furthest from the camera is going to be um, in the shadow or slimmer, which is great for both of us because shadow is good because um, it conceals like any bits we can't put on Instagram or don't want. So, oh. so yeah, you stand in front of the mirror, hands on your boobs, like put your hips backward. There will be a shadow and you can take a little selfie. You can cover your face if you want. If you're a guy, the same thing works, but you know, kind of put your hands on your genitals a little bit and then like bend your hips backward just a tad to where you can see your hand but not anything else and then take a selfie and you can put it in front of your face too and that gives some shadow people get to see like what's down there but they can't see it oh my gosh i love this yeah oh my so. gosh how cool of you to like talk us through that and i hope <laughs> i hope like, like it I inspires <laughs> yeah i hope it inspires our listeners to like pause this episode right now <laughs> like yeah. write oh. notes do it yeah. I, mean, I know so seriously yeah. do you like I them to send it. them to us uh <laughs> <laughs> 
please send us all of your naked photo tries, please. Maybe the women, for sure. The men can send them to you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Guys, if you want me to give you like a like an objective opinion on whether or not to send yeah. this to someone you're interested in fucking, I that is yes. a service I'm willing to perform. That is oh. a sacrifice I'll make for our for our listeners. Just in case. I will say, yeah. oh, my what my last like photo hack if you're doing selfies. Um is a door frame in front of a mirror so like again like most likely a bathroom so stand like kind of in the door frame like pose like like you're peeking into the bathroom but it kind of cuts your body just a little bit like on the side boob and just your hip and you can just you know take a photo in the mirror of just the side of your body if you're poking in like peeking in through the door frame so oh, i love that one, one too so and and i'm sure like there's like if you go to your website or even your Instagram, there's probably what you're ex describing. Are there mm -hmm. some of those on there? I try to shoot a little bit voyeuristically. And so a lot of my shots are as if someone took them themselves or as if like someone was peeking in through them. Love so it, it gives a hint for sure. Yeah. But, but yeah. Yeah. Love this. Well, Sarah, you've been amazing. I like fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so glad you joined us. Tell us, well, first of all, I feel like I should do a shoot with you. <laughs> I'm going to be everywhere. So I will be in LA and San Francisco in October of next year. So stop it. Wait, yeah. of next year as in 2022. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So yep. then I should book with you. Yeah. So we'll be there. Yeah. And Me we're too. Doing yeah. Are you yes, going to book with her? Yes. You too. <laughs> Actually, last should we time do, was, wait. Should we do a hello <laughs> and goodbye boudoir shoot? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I. I, I mean, if I either of us yes. is partnered at that point, we would need to be separate. I, I, I'm, I'm, I might be biased, but I would say yes. Um. <laughs> I mean, actually, like, it would be cool if we're not like if, if we're, we're not like if couple. we're just both like yeah, like th we're both in the chat looking maybe, sexy yeah. as fuck. Maybe we like, should have a cool. hello and goodbye OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, people would pay for that honestly like hey let's see if these two friends like are they or aren't they and then they can just be like that could be your whole spiel it's are we like, friends are we yes. yeah are is we something not? gonna happen yeah. uh, i don't know i mean hilarious. sarah sorry i think i cut you off what were you saying oh i just said you should do the only fans oh <laughs> 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 okay so tell us so you're you're going to be touring around yeah i'm touring next year um all around the u.s it's been like since 2016 since we did this and 2016 we're only in like four or five cities and this in 2022 we're going to be in about 10 or 15 so wow. there's a lot and we'll still be in atlanta as well but atlanta's so Atlanta, everyone's a transplant. And so everyone has friends everywhere else. So we, you know, we just got so many requests. So we're, we're headed out on That's tour amazing. for 2022. So how do people book with you through your website? Yeah. So we have, our website is own O-W-N boudoir, B-O-U-D-O-I-R.com. And we have a contact page there that you can book straight through our Instagram, which is Instagram. It's like at own boudoir, same thing 
you can also book straight through there. And we release our tour date bookings in November of this year. So November 27th is when you can book tour stuff. If you want to book in Atlanta, you can book it right now. So, awesome. or if you just want us all to yourself next year and you're in a different city, you can also book us too. So, so. so put a, an alert on your calendar on November 27th. Yes, put a little like November 27th, it's Black Friday. And that's when everything's um, getting revealed and you can actually book it. So Love it'll it. be fun. Yeah. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on. Yes, this was super fun. So we'll talk soon. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Of course. All right, Sarah. Well, thank you again so much for coming on, guys. Go to her Instagram and to her website and book with her own boudoir. Um, and make sure to follow us on Instagram at hello and go by podcast at underscore Lana Joan at the real Jared Rodriguez head to our website www.helloandgoodbyepodcast.com for links to our Patreon to our sponsors to our YouTube yep. to I don't know there's lots of shit on there just go look yeah, at we got some bios also subscribe yep. rate and review um, if you leave us a review we love that um, leave us a five star rating please five also, stars only Five stars only. <laughs> also, um, tell a friend. Get yeah. a friend into the show. Yeah, and tag us in all your stories. DM us. We love you, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.